we are continuing to talk about a matter of the heart. The heart, y'all, is the center of all of our operations. It often dictates the decisions and directions that we take in life. Come on in in today's episode to find out the matter that we will discuss today. Are you ready? Let's go. Jeremiah chapter 17 verse 9 says, The heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. Who can understand it? So we often give people advice. You know, we encourage them to follow their heart. But y'all, this may not be the best thing to do because following your heart means to act according to your feelings. And honey, our feelings can lead us astray. We definitely do not know at times what's contained in our hearts, right? So following our hearts mm -mm, may not be the best thing to do, especially if we don't know what's in it. Now, in this series, A Matter of the Heart, we have talked about iniquity, we've talked about pride and envy, and today we are going to discuss deceit. Yeah, Jeremiah said it. He said, the heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure, who can understand it? He also says in the 49th chapter of his book, in the 16th verse, the B clause, that the pride and arrogance of your heart have deceived you. So look, we can be those who deceive and we can be those who who are deceived by the things that are contained in our hearts. Listen, my friends, we cannot trust our hearts to be the guiding force for our decisions, especially if our hearts have not been regenerated, if our hearts have not been made new, if our hearts are not being transformed by the word of God. Because if our hearts are still full of sin, we will continue to be led astray, to be misguided, and to be participants in all types of wickedness. So the matter of the heart, we're going to talk about deceit. Now the heart then is the center of all of our operations. The heart is the conscious of man. It's that feeling or that voice that we follow or listen to as a guide to our behaviors. Now that behavior could be right or that behavior can be wrong. Let your conscience be your guide. That's what we say. No, uh-uh. Believers of God and Jesus Christ, mm -mm, your guide should be the Holy Spirit. Don't let your heart be your guide, especially if your heart is not full of the word of God. And that's the remedy. We have got to get our hearts full of the word of God. We have been told too, as this is instruction, to guard our hearts. For out of it flows the issues of life. You can find that in Proverbs, the fourth chapter. In the 23rd verse, you know, everything in life, our heart is attached to it in some way. Oh, yes, it is. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
it is. So we need to be careful about our hearts. Let's talk about this deceit for a second here or two. Now, what is deceit? Mm. It is the intentional misleading of another, period. Guilty. We are all guilty. Deceit, plain and simple, is lying, right? We have deceived others intentionally for various reasons, you know, to protect ourselves, to protect someone else, or just because we just outright wanted to lie. Now, there is a verse that talks about um, someone who has practice it. I mean, let me talk themselves. Yeah. Jeremiah, the ninth chapter and the fifth verse. Listen to this. It says they taught their tongues to speak lies, <laughs> to, to speak lies. Let me say it right. They taught their tongues to speak lies. Y'all go read that. That's in Jeremiah chapter nine. That's verse number four. Five, they became masters of lying. They practiced lying so much that it was second nature to them. You know, it was natural for them to speak lies. You know, uh, in that same verse, Jeremiah, I mean, chapter Jeremiah says that you live in the midst of deception. In their deceit, they refuse to know me, says the Lord. See, when people live in deception, when they practice deception, that is an outright refusal to know God. They don't know him and they don't want to know him because if they did, they would know that he despises it. David writes in Psalms, the fifth book and the sixth verse, you hate all who do wrong, number one. You hate all who do wrong. You destroy those who tell lies. The bloodthirsty, that's the violent, and deceitful, you Lord, detest. God cannot stand it. Now, going back to this deceit, right? It's the intentional misleading of another it is often represented as a companion to another. Now I'm getting this definition from the Bible dictionary, okay? It is represented as a companion to other forms of wickedness, such as cursing, hatred, theft, covetousness, adultery, and murder. I'm, I'm, let me give you some scriptures to back that up, to show you where it is often accompanied uh, with other forms of sin. Now, in Psalms, the 10th book, in the 7th verse, it says, His mouth is full of curses and deceit and oppression. Trouble and evil are under his tongue. Mouth full of curses, isn't that what we said? It's often shown up as that, and oppression. Let's go to Proverbs 26 and verse 24. He who hates disguises it with his lips, but he stores up deceit in his heart. Look, that person who hate is, hates is storing up deceit, not the, the good of God, not the word of God, but storing up deceit, which is intentional misleading. Okay, let's go to Mark chapter 7, verses 20 through 22. 
Jesus says, what comes out of a man defiles him, for it is within, out of a person's heart, that evil thoughts come. That's sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, greed, malice, and deceit. Let's add verse 23 there, because he says, all these evils come from inside and defile a person makes unclean and we have been cleansed by uh, the blood of Jesus but yet there's still some deficiencies within our heart that need to be cleared up and deceit is one of them we should not be people who practice deceit we should not be like the people Jeremiah list in the ninth chapter that they taught their tongues to lie to be uh deceitful. No, we've got to train our tongues to speak the truth. The truth is what God says. All right. So Jeremiah asked this question, or he says, first of all, that the heart is beyond cure. It is. It's beyond man's ability to cure it. You know, God has given us his son. He's given us a new life so we can have a regenerated heart, a change of heart, a change of mind, so we can live the way that he intended from the beginning. So the question is asked, who can understand it? Man can't, but God knows it. As a matter of fact, in Jeremiah 17, 10th, um, the 10th verse it says, let me read it. I, the Lord, search the heart and examine the mind to reward a man according to his conduct, according to what his deeds deserve. Look, there's the connection that the heart has with our behavior, right? God says that he searches the heart. He knows the heart. He told Samuel that we look on the outward appearance, but he looks at the heart. God can go uh, deep. He can go beyond the surface. He can go to the heart of the matter for sure. Okay. We need to remember that. And he's the one that searches the heart. He knows what's in our hearts. We may not know we are being fooled, not the first time, maybe not even the second, third or fourth time, but God knows from the, from the onset, whether we are being deceitful. But what do we need to do then? We need to get rid of deceit. We don't need to be those who practice malice, who practice deceit. Peter tells us in his book that we need to rid ourselves of all malice and all deceit, ridding our hearts of it. So how do we do this? How do we rid our hearts of deceit? First of all, we got to get hold of the commands of God and we've got to keep them. We have to be people who stay in the word of God. We've got to read it. We've got to study it. You know, we've got to keep uh, meditating on it. We've got to chew it. We've got to swallow it, bring it back up. Then we've got to apply it, right? We have got to do it. We've got to put it in action. We've got to see it working in our lives. That's how we hold on to it. Yeah, that's how we hold on to God's truth. 
look, um, there was something that I read about not holding on to the truth. Yeah, Jesus. Jesus said that, okay? I knew I had written it down. Um, Look, in Jeremiah, when we were told that they have taught their tongues to speak lies, right? That they have become masters of lying. It reminded me of what Jesus said about Satan. He said in John chapter 8, the 44th verse, that the devil was a murderer from the beginning. Listen, not holding to the truth, not holding to the truth. We must be people who hold to the truth regardless of the circumstance, regardless of the situation, regardless of what we face. We must be those who hold to the truth. Don't let it leave us. Don't let it slip through our grasp. We've got to fight to maintain integrity. Not the world's integrity, but God's integrity. God's truth, y'all. Listen what Jesus said. Jesus said of the devil, when he lies, he speaks his native language, for he is a liar and the father of lies. So when Jeremiah talked about these people that taught their tongues to speak lies, lies, they practiced lying so much that, hey, it was not a problem for them. You know, like some people have a problem lying or being, you know, false to others. Like they, they just really have a hard time doing it. But people who practice lying, oh, it's just so easy to do right? It's no problem for them and it does not bother them or their conscience at all. Well, look, this is not the life we are to lead. We must get rid of deceit in our hearts. We got to hold on to the commands of God and keep them. Keep the truth. Hold on to it. Trust God. We got to trust God. We got to trust God that he's going to be our protector. He's going to be the one that brings us through. He's going to be the one that helps us. We don't need to put confidence in ourselves and we don't need to put confidence in man. Just trust God. And then what do we do to rid ourselves of deceit? See, we've got to put on um, God's character and his nature. We've got to clothe ourselves with compassion and kindness. You know, we got to be humble and gentle and patient. We got to bear with one another and forgive each other, especially if we have a grievance against someone. It doesn't do us any good to walk in unforgiveness, to go around plotting and trying to think how we can get back at someone. We don't need to do that. We don't even need to be the protectors of ourselves. God is our protector. We walk in truth. We walk in light as he is the truth and he is the light. Light, And then we got to, you know, put on love. We got to put all these things on, not loving someone because they love you, loving how God loves. Guess what? That's going to help us get rid of deceit. Yeah. 
Yeah. When we live the way God wants us to live, this is going to help us. We got to find out too what pleases God. And we know lying does not please God. Being deceitful does not please God. We've got to find out what does. And what pleases him is walking in his righteousness, which is following after his son, Jesus, which is also speaking the truth. We got to be filled with God's spirit right? We got to guard our hearts. That's what the Bible said. Guard your heart for out of it flows the issues of life. Guard it, protect it. Don't let any and everything in it. Reject it. Put it out with the word of God. We're living in a time where there is nothing but news of terror and horror. There is trouble that troubles our hearts when we hear of the earthquakes and we hear of the tumultuous weather and the heinous crimes that's coming about against people and the various diseases and illnesses. Lord, have mercy upon us, your people. But we got to guard our hearts that out of it flows what God wants. Jesus said for us too, he said that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And so we got to abundantly fill our hearts with God's word so that when the trouble comes, we can say, Lord, have mercy. We can offer up intercession that our hearts will not grow, grow faint or our hearts will not speak the ill that the world or our sinful nature spoke, okay? We have got to guard our hearts, be filled with the spirit, be filled with the word of God. We got to follow his example, walking in love. We got to be thankful. We got to be grateful. We got to get that word in us. And once we do, it will come out of us. You know, the truth always defeats a lie. I don't care what you say. The truth will defeat a lie because a lie is a lie and going to always be a lie. A lie will never become the truth. Even if you come back and correct whatever you said or whatever you did, that other thing was still a lie. So it behooves us to not practice deceit. It behooves us to always be true, okay? Always be true, because that's what God likes. God desires for us. God loves when we walk in integrity, when we follow his commands. Let us rid ourselves of all deceit, because if we live in deception, if we are those who are practitioners of deception, then we don't know God. We don't know him. We might know about him, but we don't know him. We don't know that intimate nature of him. We don't know his will or his word. We can't walk in his truth and practice deceit. So yeah, let's get this matter out of our hearts, okay? Let's get this matter out by putting the word of God in. Father, we're so grateful that you bring to our attention this matter of the heart deceit. Forgive us, Father, for being deceivers, Lord God. Those who practice falsehood, those who teach ourselves to lie. Help us, Father, 
to not continue in this manner, but to be converted, Father, to repent of this uh, sin, Lord God, and to walk in your righteousness and truth. We love you, Father, and thank you. All right, y'all, this has been your Daily Dose. Remember, a daily dose of God's word is good for the soul. Be blessed. Thank you.